Welcome to today's episode where we review the latest installment of a different series every show. Today we're talking about Westworld Season 4, Episode 1, The Auguries. You know, this episode that we're doing right now is a little bittersweet for me because I remember, like, it's such an old episode. It was even before Brassic. Like, but we ended up doing, like, I think season three, episode four of Westworld. For the podcast? Yeah, for the podcast. Yeah. Over two years ago. But we never released we it. We never released it, yeah, because season three came out, I think, in May of 2020. It was, like, right as the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. They pre-filmed it, and then this one came out after the pandemic. You yeah. even saw people in the show wearing masks, which is Did strange. you? I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it seems like COVID exists in their world. But because it's the future, you'd think that it would have also existed in previous seasons. Like last season, you would have seen masks or something. Yeah, well, I mean, speaking of previous seasons, so like what did you think of seasons one through three? I thought seasons one and two were their own show. I think Westworld ended in season two. Mm -hmm. I think season three and four are kind of a spinoff series that wasn't ever labeled something different that stars Maeve and Dolores. Yeah, there was an interview that was done with Lisa Joy, the co-creator of this show, and the interviewer was like, so season three seemed like kind of a reboot, and Lisa Joy was like, no, it's, it's not really a reboot, but I agree with you. I think Westworld ended after season uh, one and two, and also the good episodes ended after season two specifically. She didn't say that. No, no, I'm, sa- I'm saying that. I'm saying- yeah, you might want to like be careful where you stop quotes, because that made it sound as if she had just admitted that she stopped making episodes that were good in season two. For me, season one, I really, really liked. I would give it like a 9 out of 10. I, I thought think that, most people uh, would. Yeah, exactly. It was nominated for a ton of Emmy Awards. Season 2, I thought that there were some good parts to it. <laughs> I thought there were some good parts to it. There were even some really good episodes, but overall I found it kind of disappointing. Season 3. It's a little different than For All Mankind because For All Mankind Season 2 ended it off with like a huge bang and it was awesome. Right. But then Season 3 really seems to have like changed the entire premise of the show. That's the similarity here. Like season two didn't end off such on on such a great cliffhanger to me for right, Westworld. Yeah. However, it was still in the realm of season one where it was like a B, maybe right. a C plus. Exactly. They they still were kind of like expanding the world. Season three for my for me, however, was incredibly disappointing. I found it awful, honestly. Um, what what do you think of season three? Season three, I think again, you need to judge it on a different scale than Westworld. I think it's its own show. I think it's starring two women who are leading it and we like for any audience member who's used to seeing like an ensemble cast it was really just those two in different bodies and aaron paul of course they introduced caleb yeah and caleb was there but he didn't really provide much it didn't seem like in that season so season four i came in here and i was like i could either really be upset with still what was happening in season three or i could come in here and try to look at it as like a fresh show that started in the previous season. And that's why I'm going to give this one a passing grade as a 6 out of 10. Hmm. I still had plenty of issues with it because as a sci-fi futuristic show, we are overloaded with those. We get a yeah. ton of them all the time, this sleek, fancy-looking new technology. But like even the technology that they introduce in this world, where like Dolores, sorry, Christina, when she's walking down the pathway at night near the ending of the episode and she meets Peter... Well, she's walking down that pathway and the light bulbs ahead of her are like going one by one as she passes them to turn on. Mm -hmm. And I understand as an architectural thing, that's for like energy saving purposes. But if it's nighttime, there isn't anything more like creepy or that makes you stand out more than if a light bulb is independently going off above your head and then shutting (laughs) off as soon as like if you're afraid of people or you just want the fact that there's light in front of you to like illuminate everything and make sure no one attacks you 
having it done that way just me it sounds stupid yeah like, it doesn't seem it, like it, it, it seemed like it was done for the purpose of the directing right and for felt, the shot yeah and it felt like the actual like utilization of that in the future <laughs> would be horrible and that it would immediately be denied do you know what year we're in by the way no i have no idea so uh, season season three was 2053 this takes place seven years after so season three so 2060 um yeah. i wasn't sure if they'd highlighted the year because i i did look for it a little bit no maybe well, it's in a every single something. article is like article. this is seven years after season three no i knew it was seven years after season three i just didn't know what season three was right yeah so but and in season three ends off with them defeating a giant computer that was trying to control all mankind i did not i did not remember the season three finale at all apparently you don't remember that fight between me oh, and dolores I, at the at the giant computer place where one of them wanted to like keep it on and the other one wanted to destroy i it. remember that but dolores died apparently yes by sarah yeah, yeah. that's why it's christina now however dolores is clearly not dead like she's just got lisa joy herself. lisa joy has been trying so hard to make it seem that way she's been like dolores is dead there's no way she's coming back um i remember i also didn't like how they killed off the man in black the actual man in black not the host William. yeah because it was like the only redeemable character that you really still had if you ever watched the, the original dead. 70s or 80s movie like the man in black was not human so they had to explain that somehow so it was coming down the line it just happened to be at the end of season three yeah again i think disconnect from season two to season three you just got to get over i was gonna say i think the way you went about was smart however for me when i was watching this episode i could not detach it from season one or two which is probably why i have such a low score yeah and i I still had questions like what happened to jeffrey wright's character what happened to the uh, hemsworth brother like they were stuck in that one room yeah and this is like a really stupid thought but you know how at the beginning of this episode william goes in and he buys slash takes over the hoover dam yeah so he can get all this energy power right and yeah he's a robot but now he controls everything and you, you recognize who the businessman was i thought he was the, the janitor from for all mankind but i was not 100 percent sure the thing that made me recognize him was his voice he has a higher timber and his like english is so good compared but he still has like an accent yeah it's, it's interesting i didn't i didn't even recognize him yeah and then he gets like taken over by flies and the way they made it seem was because they in the past would have like made him into a robot and then sent him in yeah. there but in this time it made it seem like the flies went into his brain and like took him over like a brain slug and, and then he was like controlled by the flies yeah and i will say that they did do a lot of references this episode to previous seasons such as the flies that you're talking about the first scene we oh, see yeah, in season yeah. one dolores has flies on her face kind of like that i was thinking you meant more dolores specifically because we kept on seeing her wake up we kept on seeing her stare in a mirror she needs to pick between i think black or white shoes much like the players had to pick in the first season between the black or white hat even at the end of the first episode in the first season i think that's when she gets attacked and she's thrown aside Mm -hmm. and then someone comes and saves her yeah that's what happens here. That's what happens. Yeah, and, and right before that scene, when she drops her phone in front of Peter, that was that was almost shot for shot the way that William picks up the can and gives it to her in season one. Yeah. So they, yeah, I understand. They spend so much time doing that. They spend so much time scouting out these places, and they're very proud of them. When they got the Hoover Dam, that you could see at the <laughs> yeah. end of the HBO document or the HBO thing, they do a little short documentary mm-hmm. on how they filmed it, how they were able to film in New York on the high rise, which is awesome. The spectacle of it is awesome. Cinematography. That's good. why I'm still giving it a six out of ten. It still passes muster in that way as like a routine sci-fi show with awesome uh, effects and stuff. It yeah. just doesn't have the same dialogue. It still doesn't have the same sort of like substance that I feel 
came with the Westworld well, aspect. I of feel it. like also you just you've gone rid of so many characters: Doctor Robert Ford, Young William, Logan. Uh, that was obviously Ben Barnes. Uh, you know, Man in Black. Even for a short time, Teddy. Even though he shows up at the very end of this episode. When you say they've gone rid of those characters, you mean they've killed them off and replaced them with robots? Like William, they've replaced with oh, a robot. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But also, it's the fact like that like Arthur, they've replaced with a robot. Their storylines, you could also make the argument, were kind of finished by mm-hmm. like season two. But still, they, they were like such a focal point of those first two seasons that by season three, it's like, oh, it's, let's replace it with Arthur. It's always hard when you have to cycle through a cast. But it's not like they've been recasting everybody. I think the more disconcerting part to fans is that they've taken the focus from being this huge ensemble like I was talking about and just putting it on two of the main women. And they've always been essential to the narrative. They've always been the ones leading it. However, making them the only narrative really is is kind of boring also like the only crossover like uh, my favorite parts in the show were always when they were at the park i always found the park very interesting i always wanted to see what happened exactly so like maybe they should have retitled it something different i mean this world looks like the atom project like the outside version of it it looks like any sort of uh futuristic society that's sleek and clean and even the companies that exist in this future world are all sort of like this evil monopoly you've got this place that uh Christina works Olympiad where entertainment where she's creating these stories mm-hmm. for these NP characters that's <laughs> NPCs yeah the thing about Dolores whenever she seems to talk though it comes out sort of like a manifesto like she's starting <laughs> about how she wants the world to be and it's been that way for seasons now so I remember when that used to be cool because you thought okay this storyline is headed towards she has this vision for the world but now it like it seems like it's been simplified or stated so many times that yeah. it's really been dumbed down until I just want to tell a story that says something <laughs> that ends happily. The happy ending, like, yeah. And, and then the Disney music swells, and then at the very end of the episode, who steps out but our missing main character okay, from season but, uh, three, James Marsden. Yeah, but, to but be, what's his name? Teddy. Teddy. Right? Yeah. yeah. To be fair, that because Teddy showed up even in that last scene. But it's the swell of the music that got you, I bet he. No, no, no. no. It was the fact that just someone, uh, like, he he definitely was the conscience of the show for the first two seasons, so I brought it up a full point when I saw him come back on screen. I don't know if he's going to be able to save the series. I highly doubt it at this point, but I was very happy to see him show up again. I've seen it in Shameless. I've seen it in Supernatural. I've seen it in a lot of shows where they do the parting shot with a character who has been introduced in the past, coming back and just watching a main character from the sideline. (laughs) And then, like, where it goes from here is what matters. But I wasn't going to be tricked by just the sound effects. And that's what it was trying to do. It was like, I want a happy ending. So you really didn't like the... So did you not like Teddy returning? No, it was fine. It was just like, I'm not going to fall into that trap quite yet. It was like my favorite part of the episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's cool to see him. The other part that was interesting was Maeve, after pulling the whole Fight Club explosion and... (laughs) The, destruct, the Mr. Robot destructing of all the yeah. corporate uh, robots and stuff. I forget really what happened, how how it worked in season three. I just know Marshawn Lynch was there. And then he caught the grenade or whatever that was thrown at the, <laughs> the riot. Okay, yeah. So Maeve is off the grid, living Breaking Bad style, almost like Walter White. Yeah. And then she causes a power outage, which then causes people to come after her. And in fact, one of the other cast members from Westworld, the colonel that she even calls out, she's like, Colonel, bring him. And then he's like, what are you talking about? And then she connects to him and figures out that it's actually William who sent the bots after her. And whoever is now only sending five bots after Maeve has not dealt with Maeve (laughs) before. She's taken out armies of like 40 people before, especially if they are all robots. 
it would have been smarter to send like i don't know everybody you got after this one lady to get her and then do the same thing with like aaron paul's character they only sent one guy and then she just shows up and slices him in half i don't know what what they've done with Maeve character i understand she's always kind of been like a badass she was the one to basically lead the charge in the first season of them taking over westworld but it seems like they've just made her a killing machine at this point like there's really no backstory except for her daughter which which she still has flashes to yeah but except for that it's like there's no backstory she just continually kills people but is supposed to be the good guy I, i just can't really buy it anymore so this whole episode was about introducing us to christine who's doing her work and then is also haunted by peter and peter is just this random guy who keeps saying that she's controlling everything yeah which means she is oh yeah no 100 percent, and that's so, what so many fan theories are leading to they think that she's in a game well it, that reminds me a lot of the matrix right because mm-hmm. when they came back and they did the fourth matrix keanu reeves is like playing a video game of the matrix of the matrix yeah yeah <laughs> and that's exactly what she's doing here and it didn't work out too well for the matrix what was it resurrection resurrection so i don't know how well it's going to work here and then we also got caleb and mave hanging out together by the end of the episode i'll give, I'll give so the, it's like re, so but really it's just those three yeah this well, whole it, episode was about three people it was those three William basically in, but, in yeah. season three it was it was those three basically in season three i know but it's so weird to talk about an episode of, uh, of anything oh. and just say there were only three main characters no, i agree and i'll give it this i like seeing caleb's family it gave him more of a character and i did care more for his character I mean, deepened his character but it's been seven years he's recreated his whole life in that time yeah like he was just a random dude who was working construction and now he's a random dude working construction but now with a daughter and a wife and his daughter looks very reminiscent to what Maeve's daughter looked like (laughs) it's just um I'm not sure where that storyline's going. He's always been a vet. I don't even remember how he sort of, like, his backstory. Is he a robot? No, he, he's, he's a human. But, like, Dolores helped him at one point, I remember. Yeah, that was kind of, I think, a reveal in episode seven where it's, like, they were where she's, like, he's part of her plan. And he would, like, put his tongue above his mouth last season, right? And then, like, be able to turn things on. I oh, forgot. I don't even remember that. I uh, forget. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I, Maybe I they also- should have done... Yeah. Also, I was just going to say that in season, like, I think one through three, the intro always shows the body going into that vat of, like, white stuff. And this time it was coming out of it. I still don't understand why they, if they're able to transfer their consciousness so much with those little balls, why they wouldn't make a bunch of versions of themselves to just plot all over the place. I think Dolores did, from what I was reading. Well, then how's Dolores dead? (laughs) No, no, no. I think Dolores did, like, a ton of different copies of herself. I think that was shown in season Christine is just a random... A copy i think so she's also creating her own game based on the game from season one which feels like it's just going overboard with that one game because the whole point of the game was to wake <laughs> waking them up and now they've been awake like her whole point is to make a happy ending well like, see and that's the whole point it feels like it's so convoluted in and of itself but also dumbed down like you were talking about in this weird kind of limbo stance that i feel like the show is in hmm what, what would you give the episode? I'd give it like a 4 out of 10, and it really would have been a 3 out of 10 had Teddy not shown up again. You know what I was talking about with it feeling like Dolores said a manifesto every time that she opened her mouth? Yeah. It, it also feels like that the writers were speaking through her at the beginning when she was called into the office and the guy was like no one wants to see that they only want to see explosions Mm -hmm. and people dying and stuff almost like it was a criticism to the audience for wanting what they're doing Uh, yeah you're not the only person who said that about dolores people have said like yeah every single time she opens her mouth now it's just kind of like a monologue about how like bad kind of everything is when that's Mm -hmm. not really what it was like in the first two seasons well that's not really what i'm saying she always has this weird like cryptic message 
behind what she's saying yeah. about what she wants the world to be. It's not necessarily just a downer always. It just seems to be complicated. Like you said, a little convoluted. And it would be nice if the show's focus was clearer. In the first season, it was so confusing, but they had these characters who you couldn't help but like sympathize with because they were in the dark as well. Right. These characters seem to know everything. And they're just not sharing. And, and that's, that's what is yeah. frustrating because it's like Maeve's a super brain computer. Uh, Dolores has this uh, understanding of whatever game that she's creating. And it's like they're all playing 40 chess, but they're only showing the audience the like bare minimum confusing parts of it. So it's like I want to I want to understand more. And it doesn't feel like the show is giving you the opportunity to do that because they're too busy showing us gunshots and people being sliced in half. And that's not what Westworld was was fully. Season two, three and four after. Well, even when I got to season three, though, and I, and I agree with someone who said this online, it was just like you can make an argument for the fact that it was good or a different show, like you're saying, or that it was bad or, or anything. But when it came down to the characters, I don't really care anymore. I don't care about. The so you're lives. not going to continue to watch this season. Yeah, probably not. I'll like, give it I, a few I think more this, episodes. I think this is it for me. Like, I, I, I think this is the first time we've done a podcast where I've seen all the episodes prior, and now that I've seen this, I'm just kind of like I'm done. You know? I mean, I got nowhere it goes at this point. I've invested so much time, and it's like the idea, the aspect of seeing a futuristic sci-fi show. Uh, whenever Westworld first came out, if this had been the show that I got, I still would have watched it because I would have been like, well, this is at least entertaining. It's it- For me, it's just the writing. And I think that like it had a cool kind of premise in season three where it's like, yeah, we finally see the robots going out into the real world. It's what just do you not think her date was about, though? Like Dolores really just wants to date people and then James Marsden shows up. Is he just going to be the person that she falls in love with? again and then she's with people him. are thinking that he's he's, he's gonna die this season like for good and that this is kind of like a final goodbye <laughs> then it would be like uh shameless or one of those other yeah ones. and th- i mean so far this season kind of been mixed mostly critics say it's good like 81 percent on ron tomatoes i think that a lot of critics and uh audiences alike are saying that this is better than like season three episode it's impossible to tell right now it's been one episode but right now they didn't do any huge missteps there wasn't yeah. anything where where it just feels like there wasn't a big story to tell yeah they did put some interesting elements in there like a banksy thing they they stuck some graffiti in there <laughs> that was like my brain my choice that was cool um the california storyline like mave and uh caleb are off to save that senator apparently yeah. and william is off to collect more and more power but at what point does it just become like he has i thought his company you could have told me they already own the hoover dam and i would have <laughs> believed you i didn't need to see them take over the hoover dam and i don't exactly see what he needs it for you know yeah no i, I agree with that oh, he, I, he wants he wants something that's in it like that there's a storage well he thing. said data he said that like there's eight-year-old data that he really wanted and then he got it from the business and man. what do you think the chances are the data is actually bernard and the other guy like that he's able to just take out their brains and like check them out uh, yeah no i mean that's definitely a possibility i think that this show has like an 8.1 on imdb the episode itself overall shows an 8.6 the thrillers said they gave it begrudging respect for the fact that it's not giving fans what they wanted <laughs> and almost kind of the story has gone off doubling the down on the futuristic yeah. part of it yeah uh av club like you were saying actually gave it straight up just a b and then the guardian which i usually kind of have some spouts with i agree with them there they said they gave this a two out of five stars kind of echoing the same things that we've been saying I don't think we've been given enough puzzle pieces to figure this out yet or with whether or not. It's like, this is the thing. Season one, you 
got the puzzle pieces and the puzzle pieces made a puzzle. Season two, you got the puzzle pieces and the puzzle pieces sort of made a puzzle. Like by the end of it, you were like, okay, I see a picture here and it's it's gratifying. Mm-hmm. Season three, you got like different puzzles, puzzle pieces. They didn't fit together. And then in the end, there was just like a big smiley face. <laughs> like that's all you could do with it. And it was just like, okay, what am, what does this mean for the future of the show? And it's just like, meh. Well, Lisa Joy has said that every single season, she kind of wants to do a different genre. It felt like in season three, every single episode. It was an was action a, movie. What, what I was going to say was a different genre because they had the whole entire Fantasia They did thing. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, now that you say that. Yeah, and and so... Uh, it does become a trying to outdo itself in like mm-hmm. the way that it's shot as opposed to what it's saying. And I know that they said that they do have a plan as to how it's going to end do and they? that they want more okay. seasons. But if like William makes everybody a robot let's just say that that's his plan right he sends flies out to everywhere and he has enough power to control everybody and be the robot that controls all other like human robots at this point what what then like universe control like what is the purpose of this now that everybody seems to be in legitimate power positions he's going to try to get rid of all the threats against him the robots that would try to stop him like is this about the preservation of humanity it doesn't seem like it because they kill off humans so easily in this show they have for a long time it's like death used to matter well not anymore it just whoever dies dies and uh i'm not really connected with any humans enough in the show to care yeah and it's so futuristic it doesn't even feel real. And and there's also less episodes than there was in the first two seasons. The first two seasons were 10 episodes. Third season was eight episodes. I think this one's going to be eight episodes as well. Still six out of 10 for me. Uh, barely passes. You, four out of 10. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode. See you next time. Bye.